Raise your hand if you've ever struggled with comparison. Same. In this episode, I talk about that ugly spirit of comparison. We've all met it, and it has a horrible habit of showing up just when we're content with our own lives. Let's talk about how we can root for her or him and still know that we're fully capable of showing up and doing what we're meant to do. I'm just going to put it out there. I don't have it all together. I'm late to everything. I say the wrong thing sometimes. I'm really bad at sports. I have a past. I can be messy sometimes. I literally never text back. I hate to iron, so I always try to de-wrinkle a shirt by throwing it in the dryer. If it doesn't work, I just pick out another shirt. Another thing that I do is compare myself to other people who look like they have it all figured out. You too? Okay, great. Let's talk about it. Have you ever heard the phrase, comparison is the thief of joy? What does that really even mean? I think that it can mean that we are totally happy in our relationship and we think that we're dating the best human until we hop on social media and we see that person over there got flowers delivered to work today just because. And now you're sitting here wondering where your just because flowers are and why you've never received any just because. Then just like that, your partner loses their best human award and you're suddenly feeling really unappreciated. For me, it's knowing exactly who I am and what I bring to the table until I look at someone else who has a nicer table with more friends, more followers, less mistakes, better jokes, and better stories. Then all of a sudden, I think that my life would be really awesome if I could only be her. It's being content in my one-bedroom apartment that I share with my boyfriend and our cat until I see everyone around me who's already a homeowner. Then I remember, I want that too, and I can't have it yet. So then the four walls start to close in on me, and suddenly I forget how grateful I am to have consistent shelter and security, and that I get to come home every day to my little family who love me for me. It's saying, if I could only have this or that, or when I reach this goal, or when I lose that weight, or finish school, or get that job, or get married, or when I finally have a baby, whatever that thing is, when I get to that point, then I'll be happy. Any time that we remove our focus from our own purpose, and we fix ourselves on them and everything that they're doing, we allow our joy to get taken from us. Let's figure out how to get it back. Do you like to run? Yeah. <laughs> Me neither. I tend to go through phases where I work out really hard and run a lot. But then I also go through phases where I watch marathons on my couch, not run them. Have you ever started a race and thought, I've got this. This is going to be so easy. But after a while, it feels like gravity's increasing. You really need some water. You have that pain in your side. You can't breathe. And you really just need a break. If you're exhausted from a race that looked easy when you started, check yourself. Was this race even yours to begin with? Were you signed up to this race because it aligns with your purpose? Or did you sign yourself up 
because you saw something that belonged to someone else and it looked really good, so then you decided that you wanted it too. You might have lost your joy running a race that wasn't yours. I remember a time when I laced up my shoes and I stepped into a lane that wasn't mine to try to win a race that I wasn't supposed to be in. From the outside looking in, this lane seemed better, more put together, happier, and just what I needed to fit into my perfect fantasy of a life. To tell you the truth, I ended up exhausted and wondering why what seemed so easy to obtain hadn't worked out for me. It took a long time to realize that the things that didn't work out for me were because they weren't meant to be mine. Oftentimes when we're told no, it's because something better is in store for us. We're just not there yet. In the past, I had a bad habit of taking matters into my own hands when I grew impatient, and every single time, it ended up costing me. When comparison starts to creep in, it's really hard to know what to do. Pro tip, posting a selfie to see how many likes you can get compared to her isn't the way. Instead, stand up and face it, head on. We have to acknowledge our struggle with comparison in order to overcome it. Who are you constantly comparing yourself to? Is it one person? A group of people? Once you answer this, you have to explore why. Why does this person trigger you? What's the underlying reason? Typically, there are two reasons that we compare ourselves to other people. Either to convince us that we're doing better based on everything that we have, or to convince us that we're not doing enough based on everything that we lack. Neither one is good. Let's talk about social media for a second. Social media can be our best friend or our worst enemy. Social media gives us the ability to keep in touch with family members who've moved away. It allows us to see our old friends from high school and college who are thriving and we get to stay up to date with their accomplishments. We use social media to buy things or to make a few extra bucks or to ask for recommendations. We also can get some really fun ideas on vacation ideas or date nights or family game nights. But social media also has the ability to make us go from feeling like super mom to mediocre mom just by seeing someone else's post. It can make you feel content being single until you see that couple's post then suddenly you're feeling really lonely and you're contemplating on texting your ex. Don't do it. It can make you feel like you're owning your imperfect everyday life until you come across the person who seems like they do it better than you. It can make the one day that you feel confident about your body turn into the day that you begin to self-harm because you aren't skinny enough or pretty enough or get enough likes or not popular enough. If you thought of a person who triggers any of these emotions while I was giving these examples, unfollow them. No, seriously, do it. Whether it's a celebrity or an influencer or somebody that you know in real life, unfollow them. Your mental health is more important than your like on their post. Here's the thing. I know that nothing comes easy and we have to work hard for the things that we want to be successful at. Our education, careers, relationships, parenting. I could go on and on. I'm not standing on a soapbox telling you not to post about those things. Be proud of yourself. Post that weight loss progress. 
show off that degree or new car or new house, all those wedding photos, whatever it is. But remember, your reason is your reward. If you're doing it to get likes or attention or validation or to simply stroke your ego, congratulations. That's all you're going to get. Instant gratification, not the fullness of joy. Soon enough, you'll be back to feeling empty, wondering what the next thing you can post is so that way you can stroke your ego again. So before you hit share post, I want you to ask yourself, what's my reason? What's the intention behind my action? What do I value? Because listen, if your values are shallow, then your victories are always going to be empty. And it may look like you're winning on the outside, yeah, but in reality, I promise you're losing more. Now, when you're on the receiving end of this, when you're the person who is seeing all these posts, remind yourself, you're only seeing their highlight reel. I think we as humans have a really bad habit of seeing ourselves by our limitations and our worst moments and our flaws, and then we measure ourselves up as that. We look at our outtakes, but then we compare them to everybody else's highlights. You look at the person that you always compare yourself to, and you realize that they have all these qualifications that make them better than you are. But remember, you think that because that's what they let you see while you choose to solely focus on what you lack. I want you to think back to your last hard day. Maybe when you locked your keys in your car or you got into an argument with your partner, failed your test, ended a friendship or a relationship, lost your job. I'm willing to bet that you didn't use that as a photo opportunity to post on Instagram or Facebook. The last time that my boyfriend and I got into an argument, I didn't pause and take a picture and post about it. But when we went out of town for my birthday and we cash flowed a trip to Colorado with his parents, I documented the entire thing. We don't share hard moments. Part of this is because those hard days aren't anybody else's business. Part of it is because we don't want to be vulnerable. But part of this is because we know who we're comparing our lives to and they're not posting their hard days either. The next time that you see that girl killing the whole mom thing, or that guy lifting more weight at the gym than you think that you ever could, or that couple going on awesome trips, or that person who just announced their pregnancy, or that person who seems like they're really good at their career and everything else outside of work, I dare you to do something radical clap for them. Because when you're rooting for someone else, you don't leave any room for comparison or jealousy or discontentment. Write down a list of the things that you're grateful for, the things that you have, and the things that you've overcome. Start with one thing and don't stop until you've kicked comparison out the way. Do it every day, every single time you start to compare yourself to her. I want you to remember that our expectations are constantly changing. And if your expectations of your life are going to revolve around what everyone else is doing and trying to keep up with them, not only are you going to end up exhausted, but you're never going to be satisfied. Once you get the latest trend, the trend's going to change again. 
So you might as well just ride your own wave and stay in your own lane. If your goal is to just win or get your life to look like hers or his, once you get there, you're going to be on to the next thing. My friend, I don't want you to miss out on where you are right now in this season and what you're supposed to be learning because you're too busy watching them. Some seasons are for harvesting. Others are for sowing seed. You can't be jealous of their winning season because you have no idea what they lost in their losing season. It's all about perspective. Let them win too because what's meant for you will be yours and I guarantee that there's probably somebody looking at you wishing that they were you too. I want to be a mom. I want to never be able to sleep in again, and I want to see my kids' faces light up on Christmas morning. I want to read bedtime stories and be their biggest cheerleader to cheer them on to do whatever it is that they want to do. But it's just not for me right now, and that's okay. What a shame it would be if I spent my entire life missing out on my unique purpose because it didn't look like hers, so therefore I thought that I just didn't have one. Because when I can't be happy for her, it's like saying that I only want to see God move if it's through me. And I don't want that. I know that what's for me is mine. And it doesn't matter who got it first or who seems like they can carry it better. If it's mine, then I trust that I can steward it when the time is right. After all, sometimes the answer isn't no. It's just not yet. Until then, I will root for her in her lane that she is winning in, as I learn from my lane. And I'm not going to look at the person behind me who doesn't look like they're doing as well as I am to make me feel better about myself. Show up today knowing that you have so much to offer, even if it looks different from them. There is someone out there who needs exactly what you have today in this exact season that you're in. And I promise you have so much to learn right here where you are. Don't lose out on that because you're too focused on her or him or them. It's your life. It's time to live. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Live. As a mental health advocate, I want to encourage you to do something for yourself today. This content is not intended to be a substitute for professional advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your mental health professional or other qualified health provider with any questions that you may have. Never disregard professional advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard. If you are in crisis or you think you may have an emergency, call your doctor or 911 immediately. If you're having suicidal thoughts, call 1-800-273-8255 to talk to a skilled, trained counselor at a crisis center in your area at any time. If you're located outside of the United States, call your local emergency line immediately. Thank you.